0: Do you want to take your game in baseball and business to the next level? Created by players, for players. This is the Baseball and Business Podcast. Where current and former pro and college baseball players are empowered to reach their full potential on the field and in business. Here's your host, Luke Melms. Welcome to episode 34 of the Baseball And business podcast. This week's guest is CJ Beatty. CJ is a former pro player who was drafted by the Cardinals and also played in the White Sox organization. After playing, he's gone on to reinvent himself, staying within the confines of the game and using his God given gifts in a different way. By creating a brand called The Baseball Motivator. What began as a simple YouTube video five years ago has grown into a global brand which has included speaking, creating music, his own clothing line, and just continues to to have an influence within the next generation, really inspiring them to become the fullest that they can be on the field. In this week's episode, CJ shares the perspective that he has uh, looking back at his own playing career and and how the challenge really exists going from college to pro ball and, and how he would encourage someone in those shoes today to prepare themselves for that transition. He talks about how the brand began, how it's developed, and what's coming down the pipeline in the future. He also shares how... He recently hired the brand manager for Evander Holyfield and Richard Petty. There's mutual interest to work together, and in 2020, CJ has some pretty big things planned. I'm excited to introduce CJ to you. I'm positive that this week's episode is is going to really provide a lot of motivation to you as well, just like what he puts out uh, on his Instagram page and, and all his content. Take a listen. Welcome to the show, CJ. Hey, what's going on, Big Doll? Really glad to have you on here. Uh, I I know you've built such a a great following and brand uh, on the business side of things, and we're going to get into that side of the story. But what I'd love to do from a starting point is have you touch on your playing days. You played at the pro level, but to go back even further, I'd love for you to start. And just share with everyone where you played your college ball at.
1: Okay, I um I went to North Carolina A and T in Greensboro, Greensboro, North Carolina. They were in the MEAC Conference, along with like teams, uh universities like Bethune Cookman, uh Delaware State, Maryland Eastern Shore, uh to name a few. And um I I went there and played baseball for three years. And after my junior year is when I entered the the, the MLB draft and was selected by the St. Louis Cardinals.
0: So before we, we talk about pro ball and, and being drafted by the Cardinals, how for you and, and your story, I mean, getting drafted after your junior year, that's really the sweet spot for any college player because that's when you have the most – leverage. Um, obviously, if you get drafted as a senior, you don't really have that, that same leverage. But mm-hmm. how, did, I mean, how did you develop from your freshman year, stepping on campus to junior How How did that progression play out for you to the point where you stepped on campus and then were exiting campus as a professional baseball player?
1: Uh, shoot, man. I mean, I, I got on there. I, look, I came in knowing well, I made up in my mind at eight or nine years old I was going to be a draft pick. Like, I made that up in my mind. And my parents told me, you will be it as long as you do one thing. Work hard, work hard, work hard. And they said, if you continue to work, outwork everybody, including your teammates, including the people you play against, people in your conference, people that you are in the league with you, if you were outwork everybody with your talent, you should get drafted, CJ. So that's all they told me and I ran with that. So every, at every level that I went to, I, I, um, I took that, that mindset, that perspective, that challenge. And when I got to North Carolina AT, even as a freshman, I was just like, look, <laughs> I'm here to do a job. I'm here to help us win. I'm here to help uh, make new friends, uh, make, extend my baseball family. But at the end of the day, this, this is a place where I'm here to get better to take my, to take my,
0: uh, to take my goals head-on towards getting towards the draft. That's great to hear. I mean, I, I think when, whenever I hear someone have a success story, uh, clearly things that they did that stand out, because it's easy to say one thing. It's much different to actually do it, and especially in the college space. Mm-hmm. You know, some kids get sucked into kind of being pulled in, in a couple different directions, and it's, it's very difficult to – be really good at one thing. If you're trying to, you know, be the partier on campus, uh, as well as a baseball player, whatever it is. And so mm-hmm. for you to really, at such a young age, make up that make up your mind and then follow through on that for such an extended period of time. I think that's really what separates those who, who make it and, and those who don't for the most part. I mean, uh, Everyone has has different levels of potential. And as long as you're striving towards reaching that, wherever the highest level is, I think that that's great. Mm-hmm. But I guess just for us to, to talk about that transition going from college to pro ball, you you accomplish that goal as a g- junior, you sign with the Cardinals, you get your pro ball going. How was that transition for you going from college to pro ball?
1: You know, it was it was rough at the beginning. It really was. I mean, uh, you go from this quote unquote team atmosphere to to trying to figure out how to to getting drafted, and then trying to figure out, okay, how do I get to the big league very fast? You know, you know the guys there. Of course, they want you to be successful, but let's not let's not get it twisted. Everybody there is trying to figure out how to get to the big leagues fast. You know, so, um, you know that was one of the first things that I noticed It's like, man, once you get drafted, everybody on that team is a draft pick. Everybody on that team is a is a um you know signed for thousands of dollars or signed for potential close to a million or millions of dollars. so it's like you're not the big fish on the team. there's other big fishes too, so if you wanna if you want to move up, you're gonna have to do some extra extra work. So that was kind of like the, the wake up call for me going from college ball to pro ball. It's like, man, yeah, this is a bigger pond. This is a bigger body of water and there's a lot more sharks in this water than, uh, than back in college.
0: That's a really good analogy. Uh, I mean, using a body of water in the, the context of, of pro baseball itself, because it is a very different, different thing. I mean, the name of this podcast being baseball and business. The reality is is that professional baseball is a business at the end of the day. And major league organizations are in the business of trying to win a world series because that's going to be the most profitable thing for the organization. Mm -hmm. And every player within the organization is an asset and they need to, I mean, it's interesting how different, uh, major league level is versus the minor leagues it's minor leagues is it's a developmental league it 's about individual players more than it is you know winning i mean that 's just the reality of it at the end of the day and so that, that i mean that's a common story that I hear a lot um, as far as guys that have played at the pro level is it is such a black and white difference between college ball and pro ball because it's it's mm-hmm. a different it's the same game but it's the the point of it is is very different. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I, I can totally agree with you on that. So, I mean, how how has you, you know, continued within your career? I know you played you were in the Cardinals organization. You also played with the White Sox organization as well, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. hmm For someone that's aspiring to play at the next level, that's mm-hmm. that's currently in college, like we were discussing, it's it's a big difference between the two. What's the biggest tip that you would give them if they do get the chance to play at that next level to avoid and not avoid necessarily, but just try to help reduce the amount of time it takes to just make that adjustment and realizing how different the process is despite playing the same game? (laughs) You know what you're pretty
1: much asking me is uh, if
0: you can go back and do it all over
1: again. (laughs) <laughs> what would you do differently? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I would advise them to do. Uh, be a student of the game. You know, when I first when I first got drafted, uh, of course you want to believe in yourself and your abilities. But one thing, Luke, I I, I think I believe so much in myself that I felt like I knew everything. I felt like I man I got drafted. They love me. They love me for me. So I'm not going to change me. Uh, if I need help, I'll ask if not. Mm, I'm good. Don't want to be open and receptive to information as much, because if I feel like I, I got it, then what's the point of me listening? That's the the most dumbest thing I could have done. Um, and I would advise that if you get the opportunity to play any level of pro ball, whether it's independent baseball or you get drafted or signed as a free agent. When you get there, soak it all up, soak all the information up, ask plenty questions, you know, what show up early, leave late. Put that extra work in and enjoy the grind. Uh, but most importantly, to sum it up, be a student
0: of the game. That's a great point. I mean, one of the reasons why we have this podcast is is for this exact reason. The, the reality is, is there's people who are not yet at the what they're trying to strive for. And there's people who've already gone out and done what they're looking to do. And it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's baseball or business. When you can can look backwards, it's always Easier to see the the clarity to a situation when in the middle of something it's it's not so obvious. So for those who are either in that spot, maybe uh, relatively recently or about to head into that in the near future, I think that's that's great advice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now the thing the thing that I love is that after your pro ball career ended, you've been able to complete completely just revamp what baseball has meant for you it's not something that's been left in the rearview mirror and just you know some good memories uh, it's it's really what you've been able to turn into a, a full-time day-to-day effort that continues to grow today and you've developed a brand tbm the baseball motivator maybe you could just share how the the idea came about to do this Because what we see today and versus, you know, what what it started as, I'm sure, are two different things. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, what it was before was um,
1: I just wanted to create a brand um, that people can come to, you know, like Facebook. You know, you check Facebook every night before bed, um, you know, and it's something that you use to connect with other people, to be in the know. I said, I want to create a brand a social media platform where people come for that baseball, uh, motivation, you know, where they come and they get tips, tricks, drill, tips, tricks, drills, um, uh, routines, approaches, uh, just motivation wrapped around baseball. And, and it's, it's been good, man. I mean, I launched it back in 2015 and to be here five years later, and to say that it's an international brand now and people rock with TBM and all, all around the world is um it's, it's a humbling thing to say for real. It's, it's definitely, cause it started out as an idea, Luke. I was like, yo, man, let me try this out. And then now here I am, you know, and I work full time as the baseball and softball motivator, you know? So it's, 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 it's a great, it's a great uh, accomplishment.
0: Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed following how you've developed this. I mean, for those who aren't familiar, I, I want to touch on these different aspects. I know you've done speaking. You've, I mean, you've been involved in in baseball camps. I know you've built your own brand. You're on Instagram and Instagram Live all the time. You've developed these partnerships with different significant baseball brands. What was it that that was really, I guess, the the first thing that you started with to really focus on, or did you focus on multiple things all at once at the beginning? The
1: big, I mean, the biggest things that I, that I focused on at the beginning were the motivational videos on YouTube, you know, everybody wanted to hear my voice over workout videos and things like that. So that's where it all really originated from. And then from there um, it really got out what I was doing via YouTube and people were hitting me up in emails saying, Hey, Um, If if this is the guy that we see in the videos, is there any way that we can get him to come speak? So then that's really what butterflied uh, me traveling is because everybody was exposed to those YouTube videos, my YouTube channel. So um, that YouTube was the backbone of how really I, I took this brand to the next level.
0: That's great. I mean, some people have a voice that just... Has a unique sound to it, and I've I've watched some of those videos, and you have a unique gift. I don't know how else to put it, and it's very cool to see how you've chosen to use that in a very influential way, especially for the generation coming up uh, behind us that aspire to to play baseball and and make it make it their thing.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I I know one of the other things that that we talked about that you've covered. Music is, is one of the aspects to your brand. Uh, you've made some very creative music videos. Uh, personally for me, the the video that you did in the song bad umpire
1: is one that, <laughs>
0: that really I've enjoyed because anyone that's played baseball can, can relate to at least one situation where there was a, a bad call. And, and that's, that's the reality of the game. Life, life isn't fair. Baseball isn't fair. But you've you've just been very creative. I mean, that's the the best way to put it. In in every aspect of this brand that you've built, there's, there's different levels of creative that you've you've pulled out of yourself. Maybe you could just touch on how you decided to. You're up to. You said Volume Five is going to be coming out. V five um, is coming out. Uh, late late summer, early fall. So, so what what's inspired you? I know you were doing the motivational videos, but this is a different aspect of, of video and just creative. What what made you decide to to pursue this path within the brand?
1: Man, realistically, um, realistically, it was just by accident. I stumbled across it. Uh, it was one of the days where I just didn't feel like playing Madden or Call of Duty, and I said I wanted to because I'm I mean I'm musically inclined. I play you know the trumpet. Growing up, I played the full drum set as well growing up. I played the piano by ear. Um, so, you know, I was already around the music uh, industry. But at the end of the day, one day I was just like, yo, how cool would it be to have some music on iTunes? Like, how can I go about setting that up? I just want to create a song, go to a studio and see if I can get it on iTunes. Didn't know how. But I was instructed by that one cousin in your family. You know, you always got that one family member that raps or sings or does something musical. Um, so I contacted them and they gave me the instructions on how easy it was to do. And I was like, oh, shoot, that is very easy. Well, I'm getting ready to do that then. Um, I put a song out there called Message to My Haters. And uh, I composed the, the the song myself, the track, the music myself uh, via iPad and this app. I went to a studio, uh, paid the gentleman to listen to me <laughs> rap because I didn't think I was a rapper. But it, it, the project, came, it was fun to do. With, the reason why I say I stumbled across this is because I just wanted to do it as a single project. But two months later, I was sitting in my laptop and I just wanted to, I was just curious to see how many songs were sold. The only marketing I did for it was just put on, put it on my um put it on my Instagram, like, yo, your boy got some music out, so I think everybody needs to go support. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I did that like twice. Okay. That was it. Because I did, I had I had no I had no, you know, intentions on blowing up for music. I just did it because it was something to do in my spare time one day when I was bored. Man, I looked on there in the back office Luke and it had just under a thousand dollars in there. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I said, what is this, right? I refreshed. I had to hit the refresh button a couple of times because so I was like, what in the world? Um, but then my light bulb, my business light bulb came off. And I was like, well, shoot, if people like this, like this type of music, it's still motivation. So it fits within what I'm already doing. And then it's also in an industry, baseball, where nobody else is doing it. And I said, well, what does that sound like, CJ? Exactly what you normally what you normally do. You created TBM when nobody else was doing it. So how about you hop in with this? It goes fits perfectly with what you what you're doing. So I just started writing baseball music, man. And I started back in 2015. And five years later, I got, I don't know how many streams I got, like close to a half a million streams on Spotify. Um, and and it's and it's just it's just great. It's great. Bad, bad Umpire bad is on the way up. It might hit 100,000 streams. It'll definitely hit 100,000 streams by the end of the year. Okay.
0: Well, that's, so. that's good to hear. I mean, for anyone that's listening that, that has not heard any of CJ's music, you have to listen to it. It's, it's great. You have to. It's, it's really I mean, good. I mean,
1: look, look, look. Look, look, for, for example, here, here are some lyrics to Bad Umpire, and I'll just give it to you just raw. I'll give it to you just like this so you can understand if you're listening what type of lyrics are involved. <clears throat> zone so big, run a truck through it. You'll even call a strike if Daffy duck through it. The zone ain't changed and you still blew it. You better keep your mask on, everybody knew it. The game's about to start, look down the line. There go three blind mice rocking no spine. Fans in the stands. <laughs> I'll be laughing all the time. It's so good. But, uh, but I'm, te- I'm telling you, man, go check it out if you're on here right now. Make sure you type in it's available on in all digital
0: platforms. Type in CJ Beatty and sit back and enjoy. And I, I would, I mean, you can listen to it however you want. I encourage you to listen to it on YouTube because the music video, I think, is great that goes with the song. <laughs> I have a very strong <laughs> bias to that one. So, but no, I, I just, I didn't really know the, the original origins of how you actually decided to do this. I mean, I was asking out of curiosity and I'm sure other people uh, wondered as well. The thing that I hear is that you did it because of you wanting to do it, not because you were trying to make this some big thing. And I, I think that's probably why this has actually worked because you were being your authentic self not caring about, well, am I going to do this so that it's, it's received well and people love it. And this is like a, a huge piece of what I'm doing. And Ooh, God. I think that's just as a whole, everything that you've done within your brand, you, you aren't trying to be somebody that you're not, you know what your skills are and you are using them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that sounds a lot to me like some, you know, within the baseball context, you know, someone who who's a catcher shouldn't wake up one day and say, you know, I'd, I'd really you know, it gets tired behind the plate. I'd love to go chase balls in center field. You're probably not the fastest guy on the team. And I think that's an important thing within the context of baseball that can carry over to business. You have to know what strengths you do have and not wish you had certain strengths and then try to, you know, become somebody that you're, you're not or the odds are just basically impossible to become them. And that's what yeah. you've done. You, I mean, you know, what skills you have and you've been able to pull off everything you have because of the hard work, but then also putting that hard work in the right direction. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, man. So, I mean, one of, one of the things that, you know, as, as we've talked, you mentioned, I mean, this is, this has really gotten significant. You have a brand manager, uh this brand manager is, is not just a you know a small you know mom and pop you know small business type type brand manager this is someone who represents mm-hmm. some rather significant brands.
1: Mhm.
0: How did how did that develop? I mean obviously you've gotten to a point where things have just taken off but how did you actually connect the dots and have that relationship click? Man it was to be honest with you it was I knew that twenty, I
1: knew twenty 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 was going to be the year of strategic partnerships. Uh, I felt like I've gotten my business and brands as big as I could get it by myself. So, um, <laughs> honestly, I, I started to I, I got this the attention of this brand manager randomly playing golf at my high school's captain's choice fundraiser. Uh, my captain's choice tournament, and uh, they paired me up with this guy. <laughs> that 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 we were just talking. We weren't even talking business. We were just talking about life and everything. And as we were making the turn to go to to hole ten, he comes out of nowhere and he's like, "Yeah." So I was like, "So what do you do?" And he's like, "Yeah. Well, I manage um some you know some athletes and to help them with legacy management, you know, for life after." Uh, they play in sports. I said, "Oh, that's awesome, man!" I said, "So, who are some of your clients?" He was like, "Um, um Richard Petty, uh, Evander." I I said, "Richard Petty, Evander Holyfield." I was like, "Holy smoke, man!" I said, "You're big time." I said, "Dang, you're you're big time." He says, "Nah, man, it's just you know something that I I kind of started about two or three years ago, and it's been going pretty well, man." I said, "Well, dude, you got the champ, and and uh racing's." uh all-time legend Richard Petty, get out of here, man. You're 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 that guy. Um but after we got a chance to meet at the golf at the golf course, he wanted to have lunch with me and just see if uh just so he could hear more about what I was doing cuz on the golf course, I was so busy trying to make sure my driver wasn't going in the woods or or, <laughs> or you know or anything like that. We couldn't really get into it, you know. So we met at Panera Bread one day and I just threw everything at him. I talked about my music, my ideas, my books, my apps, my this, my that, my this. And his eyes lit up like an owl, like an owl. He was just like, whoa. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let me hear some of this music that you're talking about and let's take it from there. So I took him to the car. You know, we had like a car concert. I was in there, the, My my... My GMC Sierra was just going back and forth. We was in there jamming, you know. Uh, Of course, I played bad umpire, and he loved it. So so then afterwards, he was like, man, look, I tell you what, I love what you have, but let me run it by the team, and let me see. I'll come back to you. You should hear from me in about a day or two. I want to talk to the team, bring them up to speed with um, what you have, not I promise you anything, but I just want to see if there's something there with us. It just depends on our bandwidth, how much reach that we'll be able to do outside of Evander and Richard. But if we can squeeze something in or feel like it can work, I'll let you know. I mean, he contacted me two days later and said, listen, dude, we want to bring you on as a client. It was like one of those days of like, whoa, this is happening fast. Like I went from having an idea Uh, five years ago with the baseball motivator brand. Now I have two brands and now I have a brand manager and I'm on a website with my face next to Vander Holyfield's and Richard Petty's. I was like, dreams do come true, man. It really does, man. But it's only fitting that Luke that I'm on baseball and business because that's exactly what happened. I started out as a baseball player, but I figured out business while I was playing and I'm still working within baseball in that industry, but working for myself. So I was like, yo, this is dope, man.
0: Well, this is a very, very important point to make is that, you know, from the outside, it it can look like, man, CJ really blew up quickly. But the reality is, is that you dedicated your whole life to playing baseball. Yeah. And then when playing ended, 2015 is when you pursued developing the baseball motivator. And it's taken yeah. five years to kind of hit this really significant – I mean, you've done a lot of things. But like you're saying, if you can have a, a an outside firm helping build your brand you, – I mean, there's only so much you can do in 24 yeah. hours <laughs> every day. Yeah. So to have kind of a multiplication effect taking place, that's significant. But this isn't something that happened overnight. I I love – getting this type of story out there because it helps all of us remember the reality. And that's that everything we did as a baseball player, I don't care if, if you played through college, uh, at any level of pro baseball, you, you dedicated most of your life to accomplish that. And that's something that most people will never be able to say they did. And, you know, the reason why we have this on, we, I mean, we've had a lot of different guests on, you know, it doesn't matter. You can play 20 years in the big leagues and there's a lot of life, left to live and the question is what are you going to do with it? And so where how how you do whatever that next thing is is going to it's going to take time. So for you to share that, you know, it's taken 5 years of really pouring everything you've had to get to a point where this can really really scale at a different level than it has I think is a is just a great reminder for all of us in whatever we're doing within business that it takes day in day out focus over a, years to, to really mm-hmm. see significance. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't forget that because that's, that's how we went from, you know, probably starting at playing t-ball to playing at the significant levels that we, that we did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate that, man. It, it really, it really is. So I, I want to start to wrap things up. Um, and just allowing people to know all the different ways that they can plug into what you're doing. We, I know you have a clothing brand, you have a book series that's going to be coming out uh, later this year. You're all over social media. If anyone wants to, you know, become a, I know you, you refer to it as a family. So maybe you can even, maybe there's an important spot to kind of land the plane with how you've built what you have with this community. How is it that you've gotten so much engagement out of this network of baseball and and softball players? Um, I I guess, what would you say is your main demographic that's really become the passionate fans of your brand that are following you? I would say um, travel ball parents, players, you know,
1: starting as early as you can make an an Instagram account. (laughs) Um, And and inspiring up and coming coaches. Those are the ones that follow me. You know, those travel ball parents love what I'm saying because it's probably what they're saying or what they know, what they hear their coaches saying. So, you know, following my account validates what the parents are trying to say to their to their kids. So they they come on board like, yo, listen, this is what I was telling you. See how CJ's talking about practicing every day? See, I told you I wasn't lying. I get that all the time with the parents. And then the players, they flood my DMs, my uh, direct messages with, you know, I'm going through this. I'm in a slump. I'm trying out for this team. I don't know what I need to do. Should I be on this type of team? Should I be on? I get questions all the time in my DMs about that. And then you have coaches that's, Hey, hey, uh, CJ, you know, when you have a situation where you're trying to get your team to do X, um, can you help? Can you help me with that? Or how can I better my team practices or? Um, what are some things that 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 we can do as far as drills uh, with a team of 12 you know so that's the platform that I've built uh, and that's kind of the demographic that 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 um, that's in my niche right there
0: I think that's great because you clearly have figured out who those people are and how to speak to them and that's why you have gotten such a, a following I mean you're not trying to Connect with every person that has some association with baseball. I think if you went that wide, you'd you'd be speaking to to no one at the end of the day because you wouldn't Mm -hmm. capture anyone's attention. Uh So that's Uh an an important part. And I guess you know, for anyone that's listening out there that aspires, maybe it's not to build a brand, but maybe it's to to build something. It's building a career within someone else's company or building their own company. What's the piece of advice that you would give give to someone that's either already in, in process there or for someone who's still playing that says, you know, someday down the road when I'm done playing, I'm, I'm really passionate about that next phase of my life.
1: Man, I, I think the most important thing is finding something that, that centers around your why. Like, why you do it. You know, that that's really my... my my biggest advice is to find something that's centered around your why um, because it's going to help you. Like, what is your why? What, what, your why is something that makes you emotional, whether it's your family, whether it's uh, your future family, getting a car, brand new car, getting your own home, more money in the bank, whatever it is that makes you emotional. When times get rough, I would try to figure out how to build a business around your why. Something you're passionate about. You know, I'm passionate about the baseball motivator and softball motivator brands. I'm passionate about Motivational Nuggets as my parent company. Why? Because I'll do it even when there's no money coming in. I'll do it when adversity sets in. I'll do it for free if I have to because I just love connecting with people and I love helping people. So if I love baseball, I put both of those together, helping people, baseball, building people up, faith, you know, business, entrepreneurship. I put it all in one, you know, so find out really what makes you tick. Once you find out what makes you tick, then that's what you should center your business around.
0: I love it. That That's a great way to really wrap up this episode. I, I really appreciate you coming on here and taking the time to share from your experiences, both as a baseball player and an entrepreneur and someone who's built a, a very successful brand. I want to make sure that everyone can find ways to connect with you. I know Instagram is a big place, but how, maybe you can mention the different places. And then if anyone does want to reach out directly to you, what's the best way to do that? The best way, just
1: Instagram, man. I check Instagram like it's a text message. You know, so hit me up on Instagram, follow me at CJBatty44 uh on there. Make sure it's CJBatty44. And I have that blue check mark beside it, because I just found out there's like three or four other CJ Babies out there. You might want to be careful with that. Um, but other than that, man, uh if you want more information about who I am, CJBatty.com, my official website, has all that information, my corporate speaking sponsorships and everything that I'm doing. So um definitely get involved. Uh, we'll love to have you a part of the TBM, TSM family. Uh, and even if you're not an athlete, you're just hearing this because you just want to better yourself in business or better your life. Come on board. You'll you'll get the analogies. You'll get everything. You'll get a whole roadmap that's going to have you taking
0: your game in life to the next level. Perfect. Well, I do encourage everyone to, to check out what CJ's doing. We'll definitely put links in the podcast notes just to make it easy for everyone to – Find CJ on those different platforms. But once again, CJ, really appreciate you for coming on. Nah no worries, man. Thanks for
1: having me. It's it's an honor to be on here, big time.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Baseball and Business Podcast. For more information, visit our website at baseballandbusiness.com or visit our Instagram page at baseball and business. For those of you who are current or former pro or college baseball players visit our website and hit the join button here you'll get our weekly private email which includes our weekly content any updates and exclusive invites to private events once again this is luke melms founder of baseball and business and former college baseball player until next time we'll talk to you soon